and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. So I actually recently I had to go visit my doctor in person um, over on uh, First Street. Um, I love and, this. Uh, first, and, uh, first and what? Man, you're making it uh, so believable by describing the details. First and uh, I forget it's it's the one underneath the Marty, big clock tower. Did this happen uh, the other day? Yeah, the other day. The other day um, this happened. Okay, I yeah, thought I, I thought I saw happened. this happening. The I thought other you day. had one of those. I thought your doctor keeps weird hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's open. Um, yeah, like five o'clock to six o'clock. Um, and, and he rotates whether that means a.m. or p.m. every other day. So some um, days he's working like thirteen-hour shifts. Other days he's working one-hour shifts. Some days twenty-three hours oh, or twenty-five Christ. hours. Yeah, no, he goes all day. Wow. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. So it's Doctor Who was the doctor I was visiting, um, and uh, and uh, you're asking yeah, us? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just telling you. I was I went to my doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who's on first. That's my band name. That's my trivia team name. Is Doctor Who's um, on first? Yeah, I don't know who your doctor is, Marty. His, his name is who? Stop asking. If you have papers, <laughs> like go look at them. But I don't know. No. Why would I know is, that? His name is Doctor Who. Oh, the BBC show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I I started that without remembering that the show is there's the the famous show Doctor Who. So I started doing that bit without realizing I was about what to make fuck? a pun. <laughs> Wait, a pun? Because <laughs> what I was trying to do, guys, which is like a reference. Know, in honor of this week's episode, I wanted to do a little homage. A little homage to yeah. what some call the greatest bit ever. It's pretty good. It's a good oh, bit. It's a the fine bit. wonderful uh, Frankenstein's on first. <laughs> yes, the monster's on first. Oh, Jesus. All right. Should we wrap this up? <laughs> let's rate it. Yeah, let's rate I think this is, this is going to be a, like a, a record for me wanting to just end her apathy i told you i, ch- I checked my levels using my apathy because i knew the energy i was going to bring to the studio today was going to be so yeah pathetic yeah, and again we are in studio uh i've built mm-hmm. a, a tube uh system between all of our mouths a la the beginning of midsummer <laughs> but instead of uh car exhaust okay. it's it's just raw corona <laughs> And with that, welcome to Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty Songs. A po- the podcast, the podcast about dumb shit. For our, s- our second week of Spooftober. Spooftober. <laughs> Where this week we'll be reviewing Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Our first foray into Abbott and Costello. I, this is going to get old if we're doing it every like six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> or at least, you know what, Marty? I have a new challenge, a new gauntlet to uh-huh. throw down. Yeah. Do a couple different reverbs. Why not change it up? If you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> invoke the reverb every six minutes, <laughs> then maybe change it up between hall and and room, no. or maybe like change the delay mm. time. 
You know, what's funny is that implies that I don't just want to copy and paste the same effect from every single clip I did. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's if you're good. Okay. If you're too lazy to not copy and paste it, then don't set yourself up to do it every fucking 30 seconds. I have an Excel duo comedians. I didn't set myself up every 30 seconds. You did. If you listen to that episode, you're the one who keeps pushing me into doing it. Uh... Mm, the jury's still uh-huh. out. I don't know. Mm, okay. It seemed like it was on your voice a lot more than mine. Comedy team. I don't know about pushing you to do it. I kept bringing up Halloween. Yeah, you made with, me. You forced me. You fault. held my hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I decided to just do it every time. <laughs> Kelly, would you like to describe... Are you going to read from Wikipedia for Yeah, I'm reading week? from Wikipedia. I'm trying to get this choo-choo train back on the tracks. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're, a comedy, they're a comedy duo. And they're fam- they were popular in the nineteen forties, and their famousness waned in nineteen fifties. Their popularity waned in nineteen fifties, but their patter routine, who's on first, is considered one of the best known comedy routines of all time. Isn't that what you said oh, earlier? That is what I said earlier. Did you edit the Wikipedia article to say this? <laughs> Uh, 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 no, no, never. Yeah, this is a cult bit that Marty's, like, really <laughs> fucking stands yeah. and keeps trying to bring into the Dude, zeitgeist. I found this that on upon years ago, that bit, and I've memorized it. <laughs> Stumble upon is, like, I was just thinking about that recently, and I was like, dang, that's a that's something that is gone. It's I just gone. Write, yeah. Okay, a horror movie that takes place in 2011, and it's like they stumble upon like the Ring website or something. Oh yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's bad. No, Marty, it's very bad. <laughs> this week we're reviewing Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, a 1948 horror comedy starring the team of Abbott and Costello. This was the first in a series of films featuring the legendary duo as they come across various characters from Universal's horror film stable. They actually come across, in this film in particular, some of the actors who played the original villains. Bela Lugosi as Dracula, Lon Chaney as the Wolfman. This film was considered kind of the swan song for the big three of the Universal Horror Monsters, Wolfman, Dracula, and Frankenstein's monster, as none had appeared in a movie for a few years before this, and they kind of were declining at this point. Boris um, Karloff it- did not make the cut. He did not want to appear in this movie, actually. Wow. He declined to appear, but he did promo. He literally went on tour to promote the movie, but did not want to be in the movie. He's very shy. weird. Very weird. Or yeah, he's, he's just very shy. serious about his art, horror only. I won't, I won't I be think, in something that makes mockery of my art. I think he actually, I think that is like the genuine reason, yeah. Uh, Kelly already covered a lot of information by Adam Costello. <laughs> That's uh, the first two sentences <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, basically, they started in the mid-1930s in radio and the stage. Eventually, they started doing TV, and then they did a bunch of movies together before they did this one. Uh, They started to decline towards the 50s as other comedy duos started to become more popular. Their their popularity also was declining. They dissolved their partnership at one point, and then Lou Costello died in 1957, Bud Abbott died in 1974, which is why you don't see them anymore. Which one is... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Which one is short one? Short uh, short one is Luke Costello. Oh, he's, uh, he's the funny one. Yeah, he's the funny one. Well, yeah, I think, you gotta have your straight man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, unless unless Abbott's doing a lot of the writing, I don't really... I feel like Abbott could just be like anybody. All right, so 
here's there's a lot of like 90 year olds getting pissed at me right now gentlemen we're already talking about you don't have to ask marty what are your fun thoughts uh, about this movie? I'm not Kelly, talking about I want to see which which one of us is Abbott, which one of us is Costello, and which one of us oh. sucks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we'll do a ranked vote. Oh, wow. Are we letting the fans vote? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, tweet hey, at hit Marty. us up on Twitter. Yeah, tw- tweet, tweet at us. I think we're SGNS. Just pod. Marty. Tweet at Marty. I'm yeah, definitely tweet at my Twitter Abbott. Accounts. Are you kidding me? I suck. I mean, I suck too, but <laughs> um, also, I don't know if fans decide. None of us is like, I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know. You know what? I know. I think I'm. I'm. Um, Abbott, and you two You're... need to get to work. <laughs> Scott, I think oh, is wait, definitely cause... more. Stop yeah, fucking Scott, around you guys. Scott's Abbott. Sorry, I missed. Yeah. I messed them up. Yeah. Because you got, okay, you got angry one and fun one. Scott is definitely the angry one. <laughs> Kelly's the fun one. Yeah. And I'm I am a tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, For record. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> I highlight the Wikipedia article and I hit control shift uh, hey. nine or whatever. I craft this. This is crafted Abbott and Costello. <laughs> Oh, AI bot is back. Gentlemen, what do you think of this week's movie? <laughs> so, my first note on this movie was, I'm going to be shocked if I have a page of notes for this movie. And I think I have a page of notes, basically, for this movie. Well, Kelly, are you shocked? Are you shocked because, like, because you hit the mark spot on? Like, like, you throw water across the room and it perfectly fills the glass? Or are you shocked because you're surprised you had that much to say about it? Or are you shocked because you're surprised you didn't have more to say about it? I figured I wouldn't have much to say. And I assumed all three of us were going to, listener, we're going to pull back the curtain. This might be a lean conversation about this movie. What? There's not, what? There's not a ton what are you to talking say about? about this movie. Marty, I think there's a lot to say about this movie. Okay. And I'm sorry Kelly? for sidetracking the podcast so much <laughs> to see what you meant by what you said about one page of notes. <laughs> I apologize. Let me just apologize right now. We got so much to talk about. We're going to get to Costello, but first let's talk about Abbott. Okay, boys? All right, let's get this on the tracks. Oh, my God. Let's talk about him. Tall. Hat. (laughs) Straight man. Suit. (laughs) White guy. Voice of reason. (laughs) So... This movie, guys, this is a, a, a monster movie mashup, a team up, you might say, a uh, uh, regular Avengers. It even has an Avengers style twist ending. I don't know if you guys were paying attention and caught that at the yeah. end of the movie. But. My favorite part was when all the monsters, um, the solution to killing the bad guy at the end was for all the monsters to use their powers on him at the same time. <laughs> my and favorite that, that kills him. My favorite part was when Frankenstein was like, what shawarma? That was my favorite part. <laughs> You know, why isn't this movie called Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein's Monster? Because it's not, Fra- they don't meet Frankenstein yeah. in this movie. Yep. Marty, that is very interesting. <laughs> that is a very. No, let's I, keep talking about this. Let's keep talking about this. Very insightful that you point that out because most people do not understand that distinction. And it's time we set the record straight. Marty, go ahead. Uh, this is also our second Dracula spoof that we've done. And by the way, I think this is actually a pretty great Dracula spoof. By the way, spoiler alert, I actually legit think this was a great... A, I had a really good time watching this movie. B, I thought this was a pretty good spoof of the Universal Monsters in general. There was a lot of really fun bits, and there's a lot of really good one-liners in this movie. 
overall, I think this movie is a very charming watch and is the type of thing it's like you could just put this on during Halloween and feel satisfied. Wow. That was All right. Are you on the same stereo? Scott, trumpets? do you have a song for us? <laughs> no. What did you guys think? Did you guys did you guys enjoy the fi- the flick? All right. Here's my thoughts on it. For my for real thoughts on it. I'm gonna get to Costello, but let's talk about Abbott first. Uh, I think that it starts off like pretty strong. The writing's pretty strong, mm-hmm. and where they completely lost me. And I mean, like, I was pretty into it for like the first probably 10 15 minutes and then it lost me at a bit where abbott kept seeing he was reading the instructions that came along with the dracula coffin that they were delivering abbott and costello in this movie are Are you talking about that uh like 40 minute long scene yeah every scene in this movie is 40 minutes long I mean, it's an old comedy movie. This is generally what they were. This is a lot of really long, kind of repetitive. But there scenes. was like the the beginning writing like carried it a bit. It was it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fresh. He Abbott has a joke about I'm a union worker, so I only work sixteen hours a day. Costello has it. That's Costello. Whatever, yeah. dude. They're all the same. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. They're both straight white males. Who cares? <laughs> Costello is the tell him Marty. Costello is the one with all the good the good lines in this movie. Right. Abbott is just yeah, Costello. He's like yeah, I only work I, I only work sixteen hours a day. I'm a union man, and then the guy he was arguing with is like, but union workers only work eight hours a day, and he's like, I'm in two unions, and I thought I got a kick out of that. That was kind of fun. I love that line. That was a I great line. Too. I was like, oh, maybe this line. movie won't have bad jokes in it. And then it just gets so boring and slow. It just screeches to a halt, like pretty much after that line. And it just like doesn't. It's right away. It's not captivating. It's not that captivating to me. And like I bet it was really good back when it came out. But hey, you're talking to Baby Shark Brain, Goopy Goblin, Gamer Boy, Kelly here. <laughs> I got nothing going on in my like. I can't focus on something like that for so long. There was not a lot to look at. It was black and white? Where's that color? Come on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I thought what Kelly was getting at with the uh, coffin opening scene was just they made such a fucking meal out of that. Like, they did the same joke, like... Hey, did that? Did the what? What uh, year did this movie come out? Nineteen forty-eight. So it must have been nineteen forty-nine. They invented the rule of three. I was just gonna say they're doing the ru- the rule of sixes for this for this movie. Yeah, and I don't know how many times. And then if we if we just take uh, Abbott getting scared as one joke, then they literally did that a hundred and forty-seven times. Yeah, you flipped him again. It's fine. Oh, excuse me. I didn't read the Wikipedia. My apologies. I actually enjoyed the coffin gag, and I liked that it went on. I actually liked that this movie really takes its time, um, and that it's so focused on the characters. I really like that this movie is like, yeah, they're really simple characters. Abbott and Cassell, they have a very specific archetype, but I like that this movie spends a lot of time with each of them, and I feel like it works to make you actually care about them by the end of the movie. Like as weird as that sounds for this, like really kind of slapstick, dumb old school comedy. I thought uh, the opposite. I like that it was slow. Yeah. 
I figured you guys wouldn't like this. I like thought, I knew you guys wouldn't I like this. The characters are kind of two dimensional. I like that. I, but I like that it spends so much time driving home those character traits because it does actually play into the narrative of the movie. You know, right? it like, is like the same as like when you see the original Halloween, and it's like, oh, this is the first slasher. Like this dynamic that we've seen, like driven home. Like again, looking back on somehow, uh, the binge is going to be like the movie we like reference them the most, <laughs> but like. <laughs> just how like or like super bad like there's like some like buddy comedies like it, it is yeah. it they're all echoes of uh abbott and costello for sure I, I tried to watch it with that in mind like i did try to like watch this movie thinking like fresh movie i've never seen these bits before just like try to judge it based on that um because yeah it is like yeah every every even like every like spoofy gag they do in this movie is like something we've definitely seen before right even that coffin gag like Again, we saw Dracula Dead and Loving It. There's so many jokes from Dracula Dead and Loving It that are in this movie, too. Like, it's, like, really repetitive. It's crazy how, yeah, just all this early stuff gets really ripped off really quickly. This and Little Train Robbery. Little Train Robbery. Man, everyone's ripping that movie off every time. We, every time we're like, oh, no. Every time somebody falls doing, down. <laughs> they fall down. Oh, my God. They're in a smaller train now? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had a thought, and now it's gone. Kelly? Oh, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm no, no, Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> I, okay, but. I'm full of talking about this film. No, it's just not. It just I just don't have a lot to say. Like I don't want to shit on it too much because I do think for its time it was probably really really good when it came out. It's kind of weird to like comparing it. For me, it's comparable like to Buster Keaton films, but it's not yeah. as like it's they're different. It's less slapstick, more writing focused. I think in my opinion they still do a lot of visual gags and some of the like the box the box gag in the beginning is really like slapsticky it's slapsticky and it's kind of like i was like how do they do that that's he's like 12 feet up for real they must have like there's a magnet in his pants he's secured to the top of the box right like well yeah but that still seems very unsafe like i don't know oh yeah it's like when michael jackson was doing the lean forward thing for smooth criminal and he like broke his Achilles. He tore his Achilles tendon. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah. That's oh, wow. that's why I think it's like dangerous because that was like fifty years later, and Michael Jackson fucked it. That's what up. the original he he was yeah. from. <laughs> it's because it hurt him. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, here's something. If he was, if uh, Buster Keaton was doing his thing in 2020 instead of 1920, uh, on TikTok you call him Buster Yeaton. Am I right, guys? <laughs> oh, oh, oh yes you would Thanks yes you would taking Scott. me for a walk around the block to get to that one Scott, that was nice thank you i enjoyed it because he's um, eating himself across you yeah, know, no, the train tracks you really really it's a uh, simple joke Scott. it wasn't complicated again <laughs> oh i i wanted to point out uh Lon Chaney, not particularly good at acting, it feels like, in this movie. When he was in The sh- Wolfman, though. oh, <laughs> Very convincing, it's The Wolfman. But yeah, I was, and a lot of, and a lot of the movie kind of hinges on his character to, like, really drive the plot forward, and I was like, oh, no, he's not, uh, this is not, age- that was the part that aged the worst, I thought. It's I like, wish oh, they had had the good. idea to let the monsters do some bits. Um, they just kind of relied on, like, Abbott and Costello are the funny parts of this movie, and everyone else is going to be played really seriously, because even, like, all the sidekicks I'm being are. scared of the monsters will be the joke. All, all it is is, like, yeah, uh, Costello doing, um, 
so much of his humor it seems like is like rooted in like him acting out like involuntary reactions to things like ticks yeah yeah like ticks yeah like involuntary but but also like kind of like deadpan and also like reacting like it seems like it would take this man like four hours just to like leave his house. If like every time he drops the keys, he has to like blink at the camera for fucking three straight minutes. Like, he has to like look down at the keys, look back up at the camera, down at the keys, back up at his hands, make like a motion, like turning the keys. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, and so it's like, if you're not like with him on that, then it's like, Oh boy, this is gone. Yeah. And I personally was like I I was all for it, so that's that's the difference between us, I guess. I Marty I was found clapping his enjoyable. hands for the TV. <laughs> it's good, like, yeah, yay! More, more! <laughs> I'm so entertained, hooray! Marty just wants to have an air of sophistication. Oh, I love black ah, and white films. I like film, you see. Yes, I I want the movie to at, have the risk of burning at any point yeah. if there's a stray piece of tape on the on the splices. Yeah. Yes, yes. Marty watched this on his old projector, wearing like a smoking <laughs> a jacket. Yeah. Uh, we've got, guys, we've got, like, 20 more Abbott and Costello movies that we're gonna have to review on the podcast, so I hope you guys start to like them at some point. Why, we should do some Marx Brothers, then. We should, yeah. It's not that I don't like them. It's just that I need, I need these movies to be pre-cut the way they were meant to be watched. On TikTok. In (laughs) 20-second clips. I don't know the maximum. I haven't been on TikTok yet, I'm gonna be real. Legit, we Kelly. should just edit. We should edit all these movies down to like twenty minutes a pop. <laughs> Kelly, you should just watch these at one and a half times speed. I think you would honestly probably enjoy them so much more if it was just like yeah, a I did. I've you. done that, and it's <laughs> oh, no, not on, not for this one, but no. for other movies, I definitely have. I've been open about that. I feel like. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've mentioned it before. You've yeah. always been very transparent about that, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> and for that, we'll vote for you. <laughs> wow, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not supposed to reveal my vote. And I'm going to get to Costello, but... Uh, oh, God. No. It's... Uh, I wish I had more to say. Like, again, I, I just feel bad for being like, <laughs> these fucking idiots from 1930 couldn't put together a film that my 2020 brain enjoys. So stupid. Oh, my God. No, there's not... There's nothing wrong with feeling that way, though. Like, it, it's some, you know, like, movies, I feel like, in particular, is, like, still such a new art form. It still is. It's still only, like, 100 years old. It's still evolving all the time. So, like, 100 years, like, having passed 100 years, there's been a lot of technology and, like, style changes artistically that uh, faster than, like, other art forms ever, you know, progressed, I would say, in that way. Um <laughs> That might be a wrong. I can't remember the last time I watched a movie without a Fortnite dance in it and like and didn't like it. Or like <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant by the art form progressing yeah. is is dab dabbing, dab, dabbing dabbing an orange shirt kid dance techno. Yeah, Travis Scott comes out. Ooh, um, he's endorsing oh, Big Macs man. now <laughs> for president. He's, he's got a full on meal. <laughs> Yeah, he does. It's true. Oh, I have too many thoughts. Okay. Well, first of all, with the Travis Scott meal, a genuine question. Is there anything uh-huh. different about the fries or drink? Like, I feel like it can't be... Like, a meal is just, like, well, okay. fries in it. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing that can really change at McDonald's is just the sandwich, right? I think the fries are the same. The drink, yeah. though, Scott? Have you ever had Sprite? 
Yes, I'm familiar. Or if now, I was already, no, now, I don't drink soda. They have d- different variations of Sprite. They have like Diet Sprite, uh, yeah. Sprite Zero, Sprite Fuel. Mm-hmm. Still doing Marty Improv. Actually, my ears are full of wax and I can't hear anything you're saying right now. Okay, well, it's called McDonald's Sprite. Wait, what does that mean? It's yeah. the Sprite they sell at McDonald's. It's the best kind of Sprite. It's extra good. Is it the canisters, like the Coke they do? Uh, it's, it's like the syrup that they use. Yeah. You can like control like, how much syrup goes in. So you crank that up right. a little bit. Give it a couple more cals. So Ooh. you're saying that, well, again, if I order a Big Mac with Sprite, it's the same Sprite, right? It's not the yeah. Travis Scott Sprite? No, it's not. And what's the sandwich in the Travis Scott meal? That you'd have to ask uh, the man Zoomer. himself. Yeah. I'm well, I'm just Zoomer. curious. I, I, I feel like a meal is like a bit of an overstatement when like everything just comes with fucking f- the same fries and, and a drink. Yeah, it's a bullshit promotion thing. Don't be reading into it too much. <laughs> no, we got to oh. get to the bottom. Here's of the thing. Here's the thing about Travis Scott's meal. I think Travis Scott is the biggest sellout of the Zoomer. Well, yeah, he indeed of McDonald's cross promotion. He's done so many crazy marketing things that it's just like, why? Like he did a, he was one of the first people to do a Fortnite concert. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's. It's just like, it's. I'm grossed out a little bit by that. To be perfectly honest, like I guess get your money, bud. But yeah, where were where are our? I want to harken back to an age where. We didn't have sellout artists where people of integrity like Britney Spears. It's not Michael even Jackson, that. No, no. It's would not, never take a picture Abbott with E.T. Scott, Costello. Scott, it's not that. Or being he, a it's Pepsi It's not commercial. him selling out that I have a problem with. It's the it's the amount of selling out he's done. Like, he's just. I feel like I hear more about him from his collaborations with other advertisements than I have, like, his music. I don't feel like I, I hear I only know who he is because of the Fortnite thing and the McDonald's thing. That's how is that for real? Because that's how I feel too. That is no, that's not that's how you feel. That's how I am, Kelly. Yeah, (laughs) that's like how I am too. I didn't know who he was before the Fortnite thing and the McDonald's thing. And then he was on SNL out of nowhere, and I was like, Who is this guy? And it wasn't, it was bad. And I was like, Oh, his music sucks, but he's in like every advertisement ever. Here's a question for all three of us. Do any of the three of us listen to like pop 100 radio stations? Mm, not really, no. No, but I demand that this Travis Scott fellow direct his <laughs> artistic I output towards I me. I think I proved my point there. All I'm saying is that it's a little gross to me. The second thing is that I feel like McDonald's is using Travis Scott there it's not like it's not like Travis Scott is just getting a big bill from McDonald's. I think it's like a it's literally a collaboration between the two. And they're trying to get more kids to eat their food, like more Gen Zs to eat their food because their food has such a bad reputation. And I think they're they're failing so bad if they can't captivate the youth of today with their sugary ass burgers. They've been sneakily rebranding a lot. Like them them changing up their menu a lot lately and stuff. They are trying really hard to rebrand as like the hip thing again. It should just be the healthy. That should just be health. Just go for health. Yeah, but health and good company, taste, have, but like it's to, hard it's yeah. hard to like dial back on the amount of sugar and 
I don't know. I'm not. I feel like Kelly. Are you arguing for corporations and celebrities to be moral? Because this is you're gonna have yeah, a yeah. Bad time. I am. You're gonna have a long time. Be a little more. A long time. <laughs> yeah, Scott's not wrong. Wait, is this but Scott's Kelly, uh, Democratic right Socialist too. podcast? Is that what we're on? Did I fuck up? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. you didn't realize. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah. This All right. Is let's what get I'm doing to for the DSA podcast. As- is just <laughs> talking to you schmucks. I don't know As what else political- to do. As a political ideology, I will give d- democratic socialism a 10 out of 10. Hey, nice. <laughs> and as a spoof? <laughs> you review it uh, as a spoof? As a spoof? Also 10 out of 10 because hey, it never works. Because it never hey, works. <laughs> wait a minute. Take off that mask. Who's it? Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I'm really short and uh, and I'm on Twitter and I talk kind of like a little troll man. Mm. Just compare, just to Kelly's point about how this movie is, like, not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. God. That's my point. Compare it to Shaun of the Dead, where it's just, like, there's, like, so much going on. This movie, not a whole lot going on. Oh, I disagree. I think this movie actually does a good job of This movie's jam-packed with content, and it's super (laughs) fast-paced. And there's so much connective tissue in this movie. There's so much that paid off. That guy who looked like Dracula actually was Dracula. Marty must have watched the director's cut with commentary. No, I just mean like I don't know. I I I'm not gonna be able to convince you guys. I'm not gonna keep harping on the same points. I I think there's plenty going on in this movie. Not everything needs to be as like tight as Shaun of the Dead. You know, like I, I like that this movie is a little more casual, and I like that it's like uh pretty much a series of like sketch conversations and stuff. It works. I don't know. It worked for me. As a movie, 8 out of 10, and as a spoof, also 8 out of 10. I thought this movie actually played off of the monster movie tropes pretty well. As a movie, 3 out of 10, pretty boring. Not the strongest narrative, I'd say. <laughs> uh, and as a spoof, I'm going to say 6 out of 10, actually. Um, Marty's applauding. Marty loves giving nonverbal cues on the podcast. <laughs> uh, and and in well, uh, Marty's defense, when you're reviewing, it's your podium. It's your stage. Yeah. That, I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to do little little, well, it's little gestures. Of, it's uh, distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, if we're going to communicate, oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to. It's hard to have a whole side <laughs> conversation while I'm in, in the middle of talking. Anyway, just do what I do. Close your eyes. Unzip your pants. And yeah. let your review rip. Let it rip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Six out of ten, because yeah, it does a good job making fun of those thirties and forties monster flicks. Kelly, yeah, three three out of ten as a movie, and six out of ten as a spoof. I think it did really good job of being like, "Hey, vampire funny." <laughs> When when man who is Wait, not no, supposed to Scott, be afraid of Scott vampire- oh, to, sorry sorry no, no Scott asked me to change his answers a little bit so uh, five point nine out of ten yeah <laughs> as a spoof. he's not copying Marty I'm not copying Marty I, I don't care my answer is different Marty can. oh God I know have I ever complained about that <laughs> I don't give a shit what your rating is all right here's Scott. the thing as men we're not supposed to be afraid of things so when a when a guy is afraid of say a vampire that's funny <laughs> anyways yeah hey hey scott 
Do you have a uh, novelty song for us this week? Uh, yeah, I do. Let me pull it up. Today, fellas, we're talking about Egyptian Shumba by the Tammies. This is a 1960s girl group track uh, that, oh boy, it's it's a weird one. It's got a very strange composition featuring like a like detuned like clarinet or something like that and all kinds of weird background instruments. And then it features the three Tammies uh, singing harmonies and doing uh, uh, some like doo-wop kind of scatting stuff. Um, so yeah, the Tammies were a girl group from the 1960s. Uh, they kind of got their start with Lou Christie, who is the guy that sings that, uh, lightning striking again song. You may have heard from the oldies channel. Well, uh, when he got famous, he kind of, uh, pulled them up with them. They had, uh, a couple singles that they tried to release, but they never really had a chart topping success and then sort of disappeared into obscurity until later in the seventies when they were rediscovered, especially for this song with its like novelty value. But actually I highly recommend on Spotify, they have just like a collection of the singles that they did put out. I think it's like eight tracks and they're all really good. It's if you look at the, the ones they decided to try to release as singles to get radio play, I think they chose like kind of all the wrong songs, but um, they're still all like really like solid, like great, like, you know, stands up with any like sixties girl group stuff. Yeah. So I guess let's, let's have a little taste of Egyptian Shumba by. boys so there you have the song now of course no novelty song segment would be complete of course we're doing a quiz come on it'd be my word it'd be weird if we didn't <laughs> fellas we're doing a doo-wop quiz uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give you uh the beginning of a doo-wop line and then you'll have uh three you know multiple choice uh finishers uh, you gotta yeah. select the the correct hell yeah the correct be a video game. Doo-wop finishers. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, you pick A, B, or C. So, question one, Mbop. I'll give you the, the, the lead up again. Mbop. Is it A, Shablam, B, Badubadop Bop, or C, Badubadop Whole Wheat Bagel? Marty B. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. Correct. Yay. Well, hey, that's Marty just question B. one. Marty B is my uh, is my alternate ego on stage. <laughs> oh, like Maddie B? <laughs> Cardi B. God. Oh. <laughs> Maddie B and Cardi B should do a collab. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question two. Oh. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> one more time, please. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> is it A? Dang, 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 dang. B, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong. Or C, num, 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 get a job. Kelly, A. I think Marty. Oh, it's C. It I... also goes, dip, 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 dip. Oh. Uh, the internet cut out at just the worst possible time. Oh, it's C. Uh, okay. Oh, I already said A. Well, <laughs> wait, what? 
Kelly rang in uh, uh, first with the incorrect answer, and then <laughs> <laughs> Marty comes in second with, uh, yeah, let's see. Question number three. Skip it a bit a bit One more time. Skip it a bit a bit Is it A, Sklebop Boop? Or B, Badap Boop? Or C, Kaylee McEnany? <laughs> I don't know. Kelly uh, B. I'll go Marty A. Okay, it wasn't Kaylee McEnany. That's uh, the uh, White House press secretary. <laughs> are you just, are you letting us know that because you didn't get the laugh that you were hoping to get when you did that r.i.p it's crazy she died from covid this week i mean you're making that joke as we like record this a week in advance by the time the episode comes out who knows i might have to take that out. yeah that's very that's really in poor taste you prick marty get a clean take of uh it's crazy that she didn't die this week <laughs> it's crazy she didn't die this week all right good job Thank you. I say God bless that woman. I don't wish illness upon anyone. <laughs> uh, it was B, Bada-Bop. Bada-Bop. Scatman. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. I don't know I that, said actually, B. So yeah. Okay, yeah, well, then you get the point. Why are you saying, come on, guys? I did it. Oh, well, you didn't seem sure about it. I was going like, I was pumping my fist because I was. All right. Fu- oh, was. my God, Kelly. Here's I'm sending Woods. you a virtual pat on the head. You get the point. God. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Number four, Chim Chimini, Chim Chimini, A, Charizard, B, Scrim Scram Skidoo, or C, Chim Chim Chiru. Marty, C, 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 C. Marty, you got it. All right. And for the fifth, wait, wait, wait. So what's the score here? Three to one. This, this, this is worth more points. Oh, we're all tied up. Okay. Okay. Uh, three points. <laughs> <laughs> For three points, the final question is a competition. You two will go back and forth volleying rhymes based off of a <laughs> word oh, no. that I give. Oh, no. Or, Marty, I had this with you in mind, you can choose to instead uh, do word association. <laughs> <laughs> Dog wog, of course. Yeah. You know what? We'll just do this. I'm going to, okay, we're going to start. Start with Marty volleying back and forth. Whoever uh, does not come up with a rhyme within, like, you know, a reasonable, you know, mm. three to five seconds, uh, or says a nonsense word, <laughs> will be d- uh, eliminated. Okay, okay, I like this. This is good. So uh, let's say, let's say for, for the first word, uh, we're going to start it r- straight down the plate. Tree. C. Free. G. Oh, that's a letter. <laughs> it's more of an automatopoeia, but we'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, B. He. T. She. Gee, like the butter. Ooh. Oh, right, right Ooh. on the buzzer. You right got that one. Right at that last minute. We. Frisbee. Can it be that? Can you do the counts, second? Counts. Two syllables counts. How about ennui? Ah. <laughs> Jiminy. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> judges? Judges? How about this? Chimney. Ooh. 
Me. Going back to basics. Key. You said key already. Uh, I meant the other spelling of key. Oh. (laughs) 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 K-I. Um, uh, uh, I meant, of course, Lee. <laughs> like the jeans? <laughs> yep. All right. Lee. Okay. You, 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 you watch yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think I gotta, I, I gotta do improv style thing. I gotta think ahead. All right. All right. You know Kelly's what? Turn. We're gonna, we'll call that first one a draw. The, the two wits okay, are perfectly matched. <laughs> so we're I'm gonna have to introduce a, a, a slightly harder word. <laughs> then, 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 then something mm-hmm. rhymes with E. All right, we're going to start with Kelly this time. The word mm. is rat. Fat. Drat. Scott, judges? <laughs> it's a word? All right, fine. It's more of an exclamation like G, but uh, we'll oh give it to God. you. <laughs> Tat. Kelly? Sat. Matt. Pat. Zach. <laughs> he did say close associations count. I'm gonna go no, I, no, 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 no. That was you could choose to do word association as a completely separate competition. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say Zach near rhyme does not count. Oh. Thank you so much, Kelly, for giving me a way to end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> because you gave us two easy to rhyme words. All right, fine. You want a hard orange. One? Hard one. Hard all right, one. All right. This is the prof- the pro level one. Uh River. And this we'll say with hard ones near near rhymes count. Sliver. Shiver. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I win. Hey, hey Marty. Hey Marty. Hey Marty. That was hey, for Marty. seven hey. points, right? I win. Cool. Yeah. Damn it. Good game, Marty. Nice try, but you always forget to just wait until the last question to actually put any effort in, idiot. (laughs) Kelly probably does have like a hundred percent win record because (laughs) because I've lost to Scott like every time we you give us a quiz. Well, because I refuse to be dominated by you or Corona. Yeah. Good job, Marty, and me. End this cast. I'm done. Give us a product. I'm doing, doing the Bella Lugosi hand, hand thing, thing to the camera, camera right now. Thank you for oh. describing it to the listener, because I don't want to. Marty is Marty is funny. I love doing the podcast. <laughs> this, this is a valuable use of, of my time. time. <laughs> <laughs> This week's novelty product is. Oh, you can't see it. There's a little glare. It's a David Putty vinyl idols. David Putty, of course, the classic Seinfeld supporting character. We have this before a Funko Pop. This is a Funko. Oh, fun fact. Vinyl idols is a version of Funko Pop. Are they the same company? They are. Wow. They're really just on a in a race to destroy the environment. It feels like right. Funko Pop has like a bunch of different spinoff ones. Vinyl Idols is one of like ten that they have that they they license specific to certain uh, like brands or different things. Like the Seinfeld ones are all the Vinyl Idol ones, and 
etc etc yeah jerry would never let himself be on a between this and the fucking travis scott mail we truly live in a fucking poisoned (laughs) society that's awful we do jesus christ funko pops have been around since 1998 it was sold to Somebody else, I couldn't find the information on that, in 2005, which is when it started to bloom into the massive action figure licensing company that it is today. The founder of this company founded it after not being able to find an affordable big boy coin bank. You know, big boy restaurants, like he wanted a coin bank of the big boy. Uh, He tried to sell coin banks at first, company didn't fail. Guess which spoof movie franchise he had the licensing rights for, for bobbleheads that kept the company afloat for years. Austin. Austin Powers. It was Austin Powers. Yes, Funko Pops have a rich history of spoofdom, just like this podcast, guys. Uh, they are, of course, the most popular action figure thing. Everybody acts like they're a cool thing to own these days. You see tons they're of not. Funko Pop reviews. They are not cool. <laughs> this was a gift I have, by the way. Oh, <laughs> this man. was gifted to me by a friend. I <laughs> feel I've talked. I have talked about this. How I just feel like it's such a scam. For nerddom, for like friends and family of people who are into geeky stuff, and just be like, oh, he likes yeah. Mario. I'll get him yes. the Funko Pop Mario. And it's like, no, I don't yep. want this. This doesn't define me as a person. <laughs> Guys, I, I own seven I drink and I know things shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that is like, uh, that was the thing that kept it afloat for years, though, is like people just buying this kind of crap at Christmas. Yeah, when they don't know it's what to like get their, the like, go-to nephews. Christmas gift. And even I fall yeah. prey to it, but it's like yeah. very much, no, I'm not going to get my my friend Seinfeld clue. He already has it. <laughs> Well, I think I it's partially was, that, and I, I also think too. it's this, like, they've just, like, perfectly, they, like, have found this wonderful, like, consumerist fucking tactic of, like, everybody has to have, quote, unquote, their franchise. Like, we're a Star yeah. Wars family. Yeah. Oh, well, we're yeah. a Marvel house, like, and, um... Yeah, we're attracting You, these. like, display, like, who you are as a person by I mean, to fucking, be fair tchotchkes you have on your desk sam and i moved to an area oh sorry i was just reading from the uh fight club script what are you saying kelly (laughs) (laughs) is that your ds dude we keep messing up your dsa podcast oh yeah sorry i was writing my narration out loud sorry (laughs) (laughs) kelly somewhere new in fairness to like the we're a trekkie household or we like star wars in this family uh sam and i did Move to an, a location that uh, delivers Pizza Hut, and we are a Pizza Hut family. Sorry, uh, sorry. Hey, I I'm on board with that because I think most of the other big chain pizzas are pretty garbagey. Between that's the best one. Pizza Hut and Domino's. Gotta say, my allegiance goes to the Hut. Yeah, I think Hut's better. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just imagine trying to out Pizza the Hut. You know what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> I'm constantly uh, also, pizza-ing, but I can never out-pizza the hut as much as I pizza. <laughs> this podcast is never going to get any sponsors because we're just constantly <laughs> shitting on capitalism. Yeah, because we're no, an we're, anti-corporate punk rock podcast. Hang on. <laughs> we're not mean to Stamps.com. We're not mean to AdamandEve.com. We're nice to Lisa Mattress. Yeah. We love all of those companies. Squarespace? Yes. Love them. Love Comrades. Them. I, I use Squarespace. Uh, if the person who bought me this Funko Pop is listening, by the way, I do appreciate this little. No, uh, you've David had it. You've figurine. had it for a while, and you've had it. Hi, out. Kristen. I have. I have. <laughs> it was not Kristen. I won't say who it was. 
For this week's quiz, gentlemen, I decided to mix things up a little bit and even go a little off topic, you might say. For this week, I have found a PDF of various whodunit puzzles. And if you want to play along or play your own version, this is five uh, minute mystery.com is the website. So I'm going to give you guys some options. You guys can tell me which one you want to solve. And then I'm going to read a little murder mystery and we're going to solve who done it. So who has done it? Who has done How it? does this relate to Funko Pop vinyl idols? It does not. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just no. wanted to make sure I'm not insane. I don't even want to do it now. Oh Why? I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I figured that you guys would be more likely to do it if it didn't have anything to do. Wait a minute. Is this the mystery of which chip is the best on Ranker? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Do we want to do the number one rated one? The saxophone's ghost? Do we want to do the crusader's robe? Bigfoot Sounds mystery? <laughs> Battle of the Bulge? Hypersexualized. The date? B-movie murder? Like that? Okay, B-movie murder actually applies. So we should yeah, do that B-movie yeah, murder. Yeah, let's do that one. All right, B-movie murder. If this isn't about Jerry Seinfeld's B-movie, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, God. Okay, it's not too long. Okay. <laughs> so bear with me, because I do have to read like a page here. Detective Cheryl Barnes and her partner, Robert Simmons, marched onto the set of Alien Invaders, a low-budget movie being filmed at a rented house in the Hollywood Hills. Cheryl looked at several alien costumes lying across a lawn chair and shuddered. Boy, these things are crazy. Robert nodded. Yeah, I think my goosebumps have goosebumps. Did you say that last week? Yeah, we did say that last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, specifically Marty. Yeah, you did say that. The police were called when Clifford Lang, one of the actors, died in his trailer. The medical examiner removed the body and determined that poison had entered his system just before eight in the morning. Robert walked around the lot while Cheryl examined Clifford's trailer. In front of it lay a carpet that was immaculate, even though it was on the street. Hmm. After a few moments, Cheryl walked inside the house and looked for the director of the film. Sal Digby. She found him in the kitchen. On the table beside Sal was a bag of herbs and vitamins. Hello, Mr. Digby. I'm Detective Barnes. I understand you were the first person to find Mr. Lang's body. Also, this is like a murder she wrote, kind of. A... Can, you, can you describe the circumstances? Sure. He opened up a bottle and swallowed a vitamin C capsule. All the actors were on the set by 8 this morning, except Clifford. I thought it odd because usually he was right on time. When he didn't show after 10 minutes, I ran over to his trailer and knocked on the door. He didn't answer, so I used my master key. Sal swallowed another pill. I felt terrible when I saw him. He lay on the floor next to a script, his face white. I didn't touch him. Sal rubbed his hands together. I don't like to touch anything because I get sick very easily. It looked like he had passed away, so I called Angela to take his pulse. I cannot land on a Sal voice, by the way, here. So, doing great. Hey, you're doing great, champ. Hey, hang in there, Makes champ. Sense. You're doing real good. <clears throat> Sal felt his brow. Is it hot in here? Cheryl shook her head. Sal looked through his bag for something else, then gave up. There's a rumor that Mr. Lang and his leading lady didn't get along. The director shook his head. Not true. Angela is quite a nice person. She used to be a nurse. And Lang? Sal began again to look in his bag. If I can be honest here, he was kind of a prima donna. Oh my god, there's so much left. Okay, there's so much left. Should I keep going? Should I keep going? I don't know. Do you, you guys we can solve me? it now, Kel? It's definitely Clifford, dude. I've, it's Clifford's not Clifford. Not I'm pretty sure Clifford's the bigger dog. 
like at least. I'd like to so investigate if Clifford is oh, the big no. red dog. Oh no! So who's sus right now? Anybody? Who's Anybody sus? Any sus suspects? <laughs> uh, Angela, Debbie, Sal, and Tom are the suspects. Well, we don't know anything about. I think most of those characters. <laughs> Hold on. Let, let's skip ahead to the end here and let's read the last few lines. For the connections, I'm going to be an actress, she smiled, showing off perfect white teeth. Clifford said he'd introduce me to some bigwigs. At that moment, Cheryl's partner, Robert, walked over to her. Any luck? Yeah, I now know who's telling the truth and who's just acting. I think, wait, was he was he in a suit when he died? <laughs> he was in his trailer. He died in his trailer, yeah. How did you know what Scott asked there? He was lagging the whole time. <laughs> Uh, he said something about when he died, so I just assumed he was asking <laughs> where he died. Nope. I, was he in a suit? Was he in one of the alien suits? Oh. <laughs> was he in a suit? Like, no, he was in his trailer. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to wear his trailer as clothes. He was sticking his arms out of the windows. You know, I didn't want to shame Scott for lagging, okay? Yeah, don't lag shame me. He's a network technician. He shouldn't lag at all. So it seems like he was in the suit because uh, people checked on him and Wait, they said he, he was, was on the suit. I think so. Okay, the suit was poisoned by <laughs> oh. Debbie. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go with Debbie. Solve this mystery. It was inc- you're incorrect. It does not say. Who- Wait, who Wait. is? Oh, I can read the full solution. <laughs> which which of the people that we interrogated was incorrect? I don't know. I should have. I should have picked a shorter one. <laughs> I should have found a shorter what, one. Oh, does this branch to another? Either. Uh, it gets kind of a long explanation. It looks like Angela was the person who was guilty. That's oh, what okay. I said. <laughs> right, well, I Clifford. can't wait to do uh, a short one on some other episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm just trying to mix up the quizzes every week, and uh, every time I try to do a different thing for the quizzes, it's a disaster. So I think I'm just going to stick to a normal classic Ranker.com list. No, oh God, no. I th- <laughs> <laughs> I think with a little pre-screening, this was a good idea. Like, I definitely, yeah, it's the the ideas there. Are just uh, I unfortunately. I was trying to find shorter ones than this site, but this was like the only site I could find that had like a lot of them to choose from. And like they were long enough to do. But then the problem is they're all way too long to do, I think, for the show. But write your own, baby. Yeah, I should have just done that. But what are you going to do? It's a good thing we stopped recording a while ago so we could have this (laughs) podcast meeting. Wait, you guys stopped recording? (laughs) Oh, no. Kelly, you didn't hear me say cut. Oh, no. Uh, uh, well, all right, let's fire up the mics again. No, we gotta, no, no. I can't believe we I'll just recorded wrap mine up. Whole... I'll just wrap mine up. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening. Thank we really appreciate it. Yeah.